Welcome to Sonographers in the Cities, where we connect through sound with your host, Lynn and Giselle. TC fam, welcome back to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad I didn't mess up that one for the first time ever. And we are grateful that you are here with us for another episode. Welcome back to another episode. If you're new here, welcome. Because this is an episode about physics. And we'll talk a little bit about math, but mostly physics. Uh, we wanted to talk about a question that we get asked all the time, which is, do you need to be good at physics to become a sonographer or ultrasound technologist? So yes. stay tuned for this episode to hear about physics. And we're going to include math in there because that's also another question that people ask us. Yes, we still receive a lot of questions about perspectives. I mean, from prospective students, current students, just about physics, because it's the biggest um, first step into getting your registries. Yeah. So, Giselle, how was physics for you? Or ultrasound physics? Well, ultrasound physics was pretty cool to learn. But before you get into ultrasound physics for my program, we had to pass a physics class. So just like a regular physics class like I can think back and remember diagrams on the screen but not understanding what was going on (laughs) but I passed and for me I just had to study a lot and get like a group of people to help me understand physics so that's that's kind of how I had to get through it but when we when we got to ultrasound physics that one was pretty cool because that relates to ultrasound itself so for you guys who are in school or doing your prereqs or wanting to be a sonographer, yes, you have to do physics and probably have to take a math class because in order to get into a physics class, usually you have to have the prereq of math as well. So I had to take a few math classes for some reason. I had to take like three or four, but I was doing a bachelor's degree. So what about you? What about your program? So before we get to my program, um, I didn't know that, well, I didn't do a lot of research, so I didn't know that there's physics part of ultrasound and I freaked out, right? Because in high school, I took a physics class, didn't understand it. I just remember my teacher doing some experiments with like a car from like motion stuff. And I was like, I still don't understand what he's talking about. And I dropped that class. So that was my um uh what's it opinion of physics it's something that i will never ever ever understand and i didn't even uh dare take it in college so um when i applied to my program found out that i had to take normal physics before i could do ultrasound physics i was like oh crap i'm gonna fail already because i hate physics and i i will never understand it um, for my program, um, because 
it was during the part where COVID was still present. I mean, it's, it's still present, but it's more present then that our class were online. My physics class were entirely online. And um, all we did was um, watch a lot of videos and did, you know, discussions and I think a paper. I guess that's a better way to learn physics than doing labs. Um, but thank goodness I, I passed that class. And I remember I don't ever want to do that physics again. <laughs> and um, I heard, I think you told me that phys ultrasound physics is much better than normal physics at the time. So I was pretty excited to, you know, jump into ultrasound physics. And to my surprise, I understood it the first day, like mm -hmm. about like hemodynamics and all of the stuff. Uh, my first day, it was like a little bit more math than I figured because we did a lot of um convergence and uh, all that stuff yeah and that took me that took me back to you know my school days but um that's the most math that I did so I think that was a quick brief of how ultrasound physics and physics was for me mm -hmm. I'm I, it wasn't that bad I don't think yeah for someone who hates physics and that's one of the comments a lot of on my videos is like, do I need to be good at physics? So we're here to uh, basically be shining star examples that you don't need to be good at physics to become a sonographer. And you yes. also don't need to be good at math to become a sonographer. Yes. Don't let that stop you from going into this career field. But just know it's a challenging part of becoming an ultrasound technologist uh, because to be registered, you have to have what's known as the SPI or sonography principles and instrumentation, which is all of the physics that deals with the machine and basically what we're doing on the daily. We need to kind of understand yes. physics just to know what we're doing. And yeah, we are uh, pushing buttons and adjusting the machine and things like that. But all of that, every single move that we're doing on that machine is physics based so that is why it's important and why we need physics to be part of the curriculum in a program and there are so many videos on youtube that explain physics nowadays i actually never looked at it before when i was in school um and for us the most important book i think is the ultrasound physics book by edelman uh, the green book. And I remember some of the students in discord who bought the book, knowing they were going to become sonographers, you know, read it in advance, not knowing what it was all about, just reading it, familiarizing themselves with the book. And when they got to their program, you know, they were able to understand it a little bit better. Not saying you have to do that, but that is something that I've seen students do who are really dedicated to becoming a sonographer. And just getting it, looking at it, that book is very good to study with for ultrasound physics. Um, but it is important to know physics because if I'm going to make an image really good on machine for the doctor, I need to understand how to adjust the machine and make it better. And people think that ultrasound techs just 
do nothing. Like they just think we don't know anything, (laughs) but little do they know, we know a lot of things on top of anatomy, physiology, we know physics stuff too. So Linda's vascular uh, sonography, for those of you who don't know, um, and she also does cardiac. And so they do a lot of physics-based stuff on the daily, much more, I think, than we do for, let's say, abdomen or OBGYN. I mean, physics is all around, all ultrasound, every, um, every specialty, but more commonly with vascular and cardiac. So for those of you who want to do vascular or cardiac, be familiar with physics because all of that is Doppler, hemodynamics, uh, your angling and things like that. And it's all physics-based. So Lynn, what are some things that you feel like you use on the daily? Just to like, I know people will understand, but like, do you think about things when you're getting your images or do you just like not think about it? Enlighten some people who don't know what we do. Um, I always think about you when I fix my images, when I scan, because I remember us talking about this, that, you know, that you know physics, but when, when I was learning about, when I was learning SBIs and studying for it, and I asked you a couple of questions, like, I don't remember, you know, and that's me right now, because I don't remember anything SBI, but when I sit down and, um, I start using the machines, I know what to do. So, and it's just come second nature now to know how to make your images decrease, increase the depth, or like one example, whenever I do abdomen, I think of you too, because if the aorta is really deep, so that means I have to, uh, see now if I can say it, <laughs> I have to see the machine. What he has to do. do. <laughs> and to that's like part what, of decrease my frequencies, right? And yep. then um narrow the what's the word the width of the sector to the screen yes mm. yeah yes and because what does it do it increased resolution yeah so you're making your image better and we're talking yes. about resolution we're talking about things like making quality better more mm-hmm. so than just taking random images because you can always use the machine to make your image better. But yeah, like Lynn said, it's something we don't think about on the daily, but we are using physics on the daily. Every single exam, every single patient, we are increasing, decreasing the depth, increasing, decreasing scale, color gain, uh, the Doppler. We're changing the waveforms to look a certain way. And we're- aliasing. <laughs> and that's all stuff you learn in physics. Also, yes. like sector width is what she was talking about. We decrease and increase uh, little things to make the image better. So if you guys are struggling, you know, in clinicals or, in, you know, go back to your lab or go back to your uh, site where you learn on your machine, if your school allows you to do that and go through the buttons on your machine, figure that out. And that's what we do on the daily and what physics is part of. So we just want you guys to know you shouldn't be afraid of physics because look at us here later. The struggle was get through your class, right? Try to pass your Mm -hmm. class, but also understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. 
And uh, the SPI is scary, but a lot of people, you know, I it took me three tries until I could pass that class so, or that uh, registry. So look at our previous videos. We have a lot of people on our um, prior podcast, like videos, the guests that came on who talked about physics and they have a lot of tips and tricks for you guys who are struggling right now or who are nervous about it there's so much out there that you guys can use or utilize to help you understand and do better and it's so much better now because i know there's so many more materials out there to help you guys understand physics definitely and don't be discouraged about physics um like Chiselle said like if we can do it, you guys can do it because we're not that smart in physics. <laughs> but <laughs> and it's look okay. at us. We're yeah, it's okay. And look at us. We're, you know, we're, we know we're what, making money. We know what we're doing. It's just, you know, maybe we can't teach SPI. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I was thinking fresher for sure. Yeah. I would need to read the book again. I was like, what is the exact word for this? I was thinking um, I have the book. I was staring like, at it. <laughs> when we scan vascular, like you never know like how a patient's vessels are. Like are they superficial? Right. Are they deep? And like some some patients' GSV could be three centimeters deep and others could be within one centimeter underneath the skin. Mm-hmm. You know? So like the the moment you see how deep it is, you adjust the image according to it so that you can get a clear picture of that vessel mm-hmm. yep the tgc second nature yes. tgc, TGC. help you make it look better you're preventing the doctor from thinking oh is there actually something in the gallbladder or in the vein is there actual thrombus in the vein or is it just artifact and you learn about artifacts in physics and you learn about what's real mm-hmm. and what's not uh the way you angle stuff and why we do what we do and that's why it's important. So don't get discouraged. Like Lynn said, definitely know that it's a challenge and it's something that you will learn with more practice. And you, it really kicks in when you're in your clinicals. Like when you're in yes. class, you're probably like, what am I looking at? What is this? Waveforms, frequency, what? like, you know, mm-hmm. pixels, like it doesn't make any sense until you're actually touching the machine moving around the button, seeing what it does when you push each button um, and actually scanning. And I think that's when it clicked in my head because when I took it the first time, I wasn't even scanning yet or saw a machine. So that was like, what? And then I think the second time I wasn't prepared either. And then by the third time that I took it, I had already been through clinicals and all the things and um yeah it made much more sense to me I was very confident going into it because you know if you don't go into their confident then you know there's something you still need to learn or understand or figure out and it's not something you can just guess your way through because they really get you on those questions you can't just like think you're gonna guess pass I mean for some people it works but a lot of times there's little things that you can miss. Yeah, you really have to know your stuff because the questions are tricky and the wording is very confusing. And it's 
they ask it's like they're they're picking your brain like how much you know inside out upside down like every anything and everything regarding SBI yeah and if you guys need help we do have a discord group you guys can join that they do have a physics chat room in there so they ask questions they help each other out there's some notes I believe and there's also a Kahoot that we have gone through before. So you can use that to study. And truly, you don't need to be good at physics to become a sonographer, but it's helpful if you understand and, you know, just prepare yourself for that if you're still looking to become a sonographer, because it is part of the journey and we all go through it. And it's something that you can get through because there's so much out there to help you. So I I remember too correlating it with what I'm doing in a mach- on a machine. So if I'm reading it from a book or reading a test question, it's like, what would you do in this situation? Apply it to something that you know or understand. And that's with anything, I think, in school. Uh, even when I was like in anatomy and physiology, I would have to like think of things like that mm-hmm. to help me remember stuff. And yeah, everyone has their their ways of learning and studying and just find what's best for you to learn physics. Um, but I, I, when you mentioned physics lab earlier, I totally forgot that we had to do a lab with physics. But I took physics in the summer. So it was the only class, like the normal physics. It was the only class I had to focus on because I knew I needed to pass that class. I was like, there's no way I could take that with like three other classes. Because in a bachelor's program, you could take up to three, four, five classes in one semester. So if that's someone that's listening, you know, maybe focus on just taking the physics class by itself if you can have that option so that you're only focused on physics. And I'm pretty sure that's the only reason why I passed. Because I was doing that class Monday through Friday. And oh my God. Yeah. For how long? It was just a, like probably like a month and a half. It okay. was just a summer class. A summer. Oh, I see. Because you know, like for, for yeah. fall, it's like three mm-hmm. months. Yes. So it was it was very quick. I did the same for anatomy and physiology because I knew I needed to pass those classes. So if you have that option and you can do it, I recommend that. So you don't need to focus on anything else but I knew my boundaries so what I, I had to take anatomy and physiology I think twice as well I, you guys I was really bad in school <laughs> I'm not a good test taker and I I don't know just I wasn't very good at school but I still made it through and I I have passion for ultrasound you know and it just because you're not the straight a student and you know you're Passing all your classes on the first try doesn't mean you can't make it through this field. A lot of us have skills and talent. I could probably do someone's like hardest scan ever, understand what I'm looking at, you know, clinically and figure out the next steps to do after before. I have a lot of that patient care stuff. I can give you quality work, but I can't tell you things about physics. You know, and that doesn't make me a bad sonographer. I just can't tell you guys anything about physics because it's just something that, I don't know, I'm not passionate about. But when you talk to someone who's passionate about physics, it's really cool because they know a lot of things. 
They know their stuff. <laughs> they know their stuff. So, and there's a few of you guys out there on Instagram. So if you guys haven't seen them, they're on our other podcast episodes. And I'm sure you guys can find, there's one that's really popular. Um, there's a, the SPI tutor, there's Sono Nerds, you know, there's um, the skilled sonographer. And there's there's so many people out there who really enjoy the physics part of ultrasound. That's just not me. <laughs> or me. Yeah. I like talking about um, ultrasound and sonography more than the physics part of ultrasound sonography. Yeah. But it's needed. Like the pathologies. You, oh, yeah. Pathology is really cool. Like, I... A lot of people go into this field also worried that they're going to miss something, you know, and that's something that is just obviously inevitable because ultrasound is not magic and we're not going to find everything on ultrasound and we're not going to see everything on ultrasound. But what we are here to do is do our best. And so as long as you're doing your best in all of ultrasound, you're trying to pass your physics class, you're trying to be the good as quality sonographer who's taking care of your patient that's what you need to be a sonographer you need to want to do this job you need to want to have the you don't have to have as much passion as lynn and i have but <laughs> you're gonna want to be you know happy to get up out of bed and know that you're doing this every day because with that it makes that job a little bit easier than what it is and you see all the sonographers who love their jobs you know all the people out there we get stressed out yeah we have hard days yeah but we still love what we do at the end of the day so, agreed so ignore physics if if you really think you want to do this like i'm not saying ignore it but like just know that it's not a like it's, it's not going to block you from becoming a sonographer if you're not good at it because you can get through it Yes, I'm living proof. <laughs> <laughs> That's anything, very. Anything else you want to say about physics? No, I think you covered it all. And that we. I was gonna say that was physics. a very, very well um, explained how physics is to, um, to us like. I think you and I have similar views about ultrasound physics or physics in general and ultrasound in general and how it could appear to um, people who want to be to go into this career mm-hmm. with like or being intimidated by physics. So yeah. don't let physics intimidate you. Um, like Giselle said, you can be a great sonographer. It, even if you're not good at physics, as long as you understand it, that's fine. Yeah. Understand it. Know what you're doing. Know why you're like making a picture better image quality. It's just, it's not a huge deal, even though sometimes people will say it is or make it seem like it is, but we want people who are wanting to be in the field. Cause like, if you want to be in this field, don't let something hold you back. And if if you get through and you get to clinicals and you still know you really like it, you know, that says a lot. I've seen some people who go into clinicals and then go into the job and then actually realize it's not for them. 
well, you know, that happens too. You can't, you can't go through life knowing unless you try. And for those mm-hmm. people, they tried it and then they realized they didn't like it. And that's why we always recommend too shadowing or at least you guys are doing your research. Or if you got through this episode, we always say it all the time. Like if you get through the episode, you still know you want to do ultrasound. That's amazing. You're meant to be here. Yes. And thank you for listening to our episodes because that shows that you love ultrasound as much as we do. Mm -hmm. And we are actually like so thankful because the, you know, podcast shows that people are actually listening. The numbers are showing and we appreciate it. The comments are great. So thank you guys for leaving your comments and we do see them and we're just happy to be here. Even though our lives are so busy. We're happy to be here and just talk ultrasound. Yes. And thank you for following us on Instagram and Facebook. We appreciate you, your support. We see them. Um, we're trying to catch up to our pages once so we have time. It's just been a hectic, hectic moment in our lives. Speaking from Jasal and myself. And it'll be hectic for a couple more months. I know. It's crazy. The fact that we can still do every episode, it's amazing. Like, I'm so appreciative of you with yourself for making time to do this with me. Um, Because, you know, I may be tired. I may be exhausted, but I still love talking about ultrasound with you. Oh, likewise. Yes. Thank you for being so so flexible. And you guys, if you haven't really seen, I mean, we're not really as active on our Instagrams, of course, but it's only because we're really busy. I actually just uh, got another job if you guys hadn't listened to the other episodes. So to yes, today's my only day off. And yesterday I was uh, on my day 14 out of 14 of working straight. And sometimes you had to do that to do like training you kind of just deal with it almost I mean you don't have to do it I'm I don't have kids you know I'm not married yet I don't have you know my life is capable of doing that kind of stuff but that doesn't mean you have to do that in ultrasound like there you have the option to work a lot you also have the option to not work a lot I love this field and this career because it's actually really cool one of the careers um, I think also similar to nursing where you can have a hold of your own schedule, especially if you go per diem and, you know, in future episodes, we'll talk about that, how that works and all that stuff. But it's something that I think is a great career, uh, even though we're really busy and we're still able to do all this stuff. So we appreciate you guys and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon on the next episode. Yes, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you for connecting through sounds with us. We appreciate you and can't wait to connect with you again next time.